Hey, do you want to attract more dream clients and make more money? If the answer is yes, then I've created a free downloadable just for you. Inside the 11 ways to attract dream clients and make more money guide, you'll discover how you could be energetically blocking money from coming to you and how to change it. The five questions you need to ask yourself to become the go-to person for your dream clients. The five steps to valuing what you do so you can charge what you're worth. Practical steps to show up powerfully to attract your dream clients and how to improve your relationship with money to become abundant AF. If this sounds like something you want to get your hands on, then head to Christine Corcoran slash money. You can find the link in the show notes and download it for free right now. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Just before Christmas, I jumped on Instagram live for the Reflect and Reset series, and I interviewed six successful business owners about all the challenges, the wins, the lessons that they learned throughout 2020. They also shared with me how they're preparing for 2021, and I love the interviews so much that I've broken them down into separate little episodes. This one today is all about the biggest lessons that they've taken away from 2020. Today, you're going to hear from brand strategist Leah Crisell, voice coach Sally Prosser, Emma Lewis, the founder of Canvest, Patria Lego Field, the founder of Coco Rose Eco, Leanne Weber, the CEO of the Founders Team, and Rosie Shahidi, leadership coach and best-selling author. I hope you enjoy these interviews as much as I do, and I hope you have taken the time to reflect on your biggest lessons of 2020. in terms of the work that I did and who I, who I helped and 
which is why I found so much connection in working with women, um, entrepreneurs, creators, um, crafters. Um, so I decided to commit to myself and really go for that in 2020. So 2020 has been a massive year for me in the sense that I've gone from working in, you know, with big brands and, um, you know, big clients to working one-on-one and bringing that expertise to people that I really resonate with and connect with. And I'm actually so amazed by this beautiful community of supportive business owners that are willing to encourage each other to really fulfill their own dreams as well. And I love being part of that. I feel like it's a real honor. Mm. Mm, awesome, awesome. I'm so grateful to be a part of that group as well. It's just amazing, such a great community. So share with us, what's been one of your biggest lessons of this year? So I think one of my biggest lessons would definitely be that if you want something, then you can definitely have it. You just need to back yourself and go for it. So even though you may not have all the answers, even though you may not know how, it's actually about just making the commitment to yourself to take the step to work it out. and. You'll surprise yourself that you will work it out. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So I am a voice and presentation coach. And luckily this year was when I was planning to do more online courses anyway. So my first online course, my six-week voice makeover, kicked off on the 16th of March. So it couldn't have been better timing because it was like right when we here in Brisbane anyway were in lockdown so it was like everything else had been cancelled but this was still fine to go ahead and then also coincidentally a couple of weeks prior I'd blown up on TikTok so there was some kind of a higher power looking out for me (laughs) Uh, because yeah and so even though I was a bit freaked out at the start because a lot of what I do is corporate workshops so you know teaching people how to be more confident and present better and also I do a lot of speaking all of that work just fell away but I think yeah but luckily because I work with a lot of clients online anyway I know you'd be the same it was business as usual for lots of people so I work with a lot of young reporters if there's any journalists that are watching hello (laughs) I um they're all in regional newsrooms anyway so they were all over Australia and all over Queensland and so I was very fortunate that I was able to uh, pretty much just grow that more online side of my business and as well like I think we're kind of lucky because I'm in my mid-30s right so I think that even though I'm pretty slow with technology <laughs> in some ways I think I had a better handle on it than a lot of people yeah and so when people were right. saying Let, yeah, let's just turn this to online I actually had a webcam I had a microphone I knew how to set up the lighting I had a ring light you know all of that stuff and I'm ready, ready to go yeah yeah you're so right so many people like when COVID first hit were like we know we need to go online and it was like this whole like scramble to try and make that happen and then mm. it was also what was really cool for for me to see was some people like the excuses that used to fly before COVID hit of like reasons why they couldn't get online and why they didn't think it was going to work or why they had you know all these doubts and fears about showing up online it was almost like overnight they were like okay can't even listen to those excuses anymore. I'm just going to make it happen. Otherwise, my business is going to fold. So I really kind of push people to the edge of like, you know, letting go of all those excuses and actually having to show up in a powerful way, which was really cool, cool to see. Yeah, for sure. So I had clients from all over the world as it was, but it really grew through COVID because there's still people that hang on to, oh, well, I want to go and see a voice coach in person. Um, but you're right, because that excuse wasn't as easy to make, 
it's really opened up people's minds to, okay, well, look, I can, of course, be in San Francisco and have a voice coach in Brisbane. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> so good. And even just the same with Zoom, people had to get comfortable with Zoom real quick. And so, like, previously to COVID, like, I, every now and then I would have a client that would want to work with me and they were kind of like, oh, I'd rather do in person. Like, same thing. It's like, Zoom is so convenient. <laughs> you don't even have to leave your house. Like, it's so convenient. And I think, like, people got so much more comfortable online that they just were like okay it's just sort of normal now it's really normalized that online space so i'd love for you to share what's been your biggest lesson in 2020 my biggest lesson i actually shared three of the lessons from 2021 in my recent podcast (laughs) so that voice podcast which came out last week shared my three biggest lessons and one of them was around uh, dealing with haters So one thing about going a little bit TikTok famous and growing my profile quite a lot this year is, of course, you're going to get more negative comments. And I felt like I was always pretty good at brushing it off. But I had some pretty confronting things happen, like people that don't know me at all saying, shut up, you stupid lady, and like your videos are shit. And one guy made this video where he photoshopped the poo emoji onto my head and then called me Australia's most condescending woman. Which was actually, I know, but it was really funny because I used to work for a sewage company. (laughs) So I was like, you can't bring the poo jokes at me and I'm definitely prepared for those. And so I think what really changed me this year is my attitude towards haters or negative criticism. And so I really, the first thing I think of is, oh, I'm grateful. It might sound a bit weird, but I say, well, you know what? I'm grateful that people are engaging with my content. And I'm also grateful that I'm not getting 100% people loving me because that would just be people pleasing and maybe I'm not falling enough into my brand if, if everybody loves it. Don't get me wrong, a lot of people love it, which is great. But I kind of think, oh, well, it's, it's good that not everybody does. And then also I feel sorry because actually probably something you told me, Christine, is, you know, it says more about them than it does about you. And you start like, feeling, who's got, you know, who's got time to leave a negative comment? Yeah, and especially this year, like I've been quite lucky in that it has been a great year for me. But I know that it hasn't for many people, and even people in my family, it has not been an easy year. And so you don't, you just never know what's going on behind those comments. And so I'd say twenty twenty one. Uh, taught me even more empathy. I always consider myself a pretty empathetic person, but I think now I'm super empathetic. And I really try to think, okay, what's going on in their life and and not pass judgment. Mm. You're so right. You're so right. Hurt people hurt people, and it's easier to pass judgment than it is to look within and really challenge ourselves to, you know, because often we are a reflection. Like, so when we're judging another person, there's something that we have that awful judgment about ourselves in some way, shape, or form. So it's really... It's really empowering when you allow yourself to disconnect from it and not take it personally and then allow yourself to be like, you know what, like for whatever's going on for them, I'm going to send them love and compassion and then release it. It's a much better way to go about it. Exactly. Well said. Yeah, so Canvassed is my business. Um, It's been going for three years now. Um, So I've created yearly planners and trackers for women. So I guess the last year for me, honestly, has been about sort of practicing what I preach. I think 2020 has kind of kicked everyone off their usual habits and, you know, the things that they were so used to used to doing. And it just 
no, it was a really weird reality, I think, for everyone. Um, and then you add, like, the anxiety of all the unknowns and different obstacles that came up. So I definitely, whilst I'm so grateful that um, my job wasn't affected, I feel like it still had this weird vibe to it this year. So, yeah, I fell off the back the wagon a little bit with my health and um, sort of my anxiety and getting a good hold on that. So this year for me has really been about taking a step back and practicing gratitude and really getting on top of sort of my health and sort of holding on and finding the things that make me happy and really get back into planning planning those things again because I think everyone sort of went with the whole, you know, I'm writing this year off and then realised a, a little bit into that that they're like, oh, shit, actually I still really do miss that structure that comes from planning and the organisation and just the routine, I think, as well. For sure. And I think, like, life still went on. Like, even though everything was, you know, a lot of upheaval and a lot of change, a lot of uncertainty, we still needed to come back to a point where life was still happening. So, and I, like, I for sure, you know, obviously scrapped a whole heap of goals, but then came back to, okay, what goals would I still like to achieve even with all of this happening? And yeah. It does make you feel there's an element of certainty which does give you a sense of safety and a little bit more, you know, brings a little bit of calm to the anxiety for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. So what has been your biggest lesson of 2020? I guess very similar to what you were talking about before, like life still goes on. Um, and it's kind of, for me, about making the most of what's happening. So for me, I found that... Um, you know, sales really slowed down in the middle of in the middle of the year, but it also really gave me an opportunity to just spend time doing the things that I generally wouldn't have time to do because I was busier. So just embrace the slowness and take off the expectations that I had on myself that I had to be in a particular place and use that time to really take a step back and think about what you know, I want my business and my life and that balance to actually look like. And it has kind of pointed me in a in a much different direction and I've made decisions about my business that I don't think I would have made if 2020 didn't go the way that it went. So, and those are directions that I'm now really excited for um, that potentially, yeah, I just wouldn't have had the space to think about or, yeah. I love that. I feel exactly the same way. Like, I feel like before COVID, like we're sharing this, the last Love What You Do collective event, like before COVID, well, once COVID hit, it was kind of this refocus and, and really kind of was like this smack in the face, of like, hang on a minute, like what's important? What are we doing all of this for? And what, how do you want to actually live your life? And I didn't realise it at the time, but I was really unfocused and off path of the real true path of where I wanted to go. And so similar in the way that it worked for me was it helped me really ask those key questions and refocus on where I wanted to go. And it's opened up so many cool new avenues for the business that I'd never, you're right, like never would have happened if we wouldn't have been challenged in that way to see things a little bit differently. Yeah. And I feel like I was definitely burning myself out at the beginning with this pressure that I was like, well, nothing, nothing can change. Like you've still got to push forward and you've got to push through. And it was just like, yeah, it was like pushing shit uphill, really. And then I, you know, and the beast that Instagram is, I saw some businesses absolutely thriving and then others closing down. And I'm like, where do I fit in the middle of this? Like, 
should I be worried that I'm going to close down or should I be achieving the same things that the people that are thriving? And it's just like, my story is my story and I knew that I was putting in the work and I was, you know, doing all the right things. But sometimes it's just out of your control. So it was also just accepting that it's okay to just, like, take those expectations away and, like, what do you actually out of this? So, yeah, it was, um, it was nice to use that as, like, a sort yeah. of a starting mark anyway and even without COVID like they're great questions to ask yourself like what is it that you need because it can get so easy to get caught up in, in comparison and seeing what everybody else is doing and thinking you have to do the same like for sure I totally get that So Copamaroos Eco is my business that I launched at the start of this year. I help female eco-entrepreneurs make a bigger impact on this planet because the more that they can grow their business, the better our environment is going to be. I love it. And I love that that's your mission. Like it's so powerful. And I think that the more that you can really kind of hone in on what you're so passionate about, everything else just works, right? Like when you're so passionate, you start sharing. Like when I see your content come up, it's so on point and on mission. It's so awesome to see. <laughs> Yay, I'm good. That, that's what I'm hoping people are getting. So that's amazing if you're seeing that. Awesome. So share with us, how's 2020 been for you? Oh my goodness. It has been amazing. Like when I look back now, it has been so amazing. I recorded a podcast this week about the reflection of it. And it was really fitting because I, when I recorded it and then you invited me to come here I was like yes this is perfect because I've already done all the groundwork I know exactly what went on this year but if people haven't done that I think that's probably the biggest thing before we jump into this is to really take that time to look back because for me I know myself there was about 11 or 12 really clear lessons that come from it Um, but yes overall this year has been just an amazing year of growth change and growth it's so hard to narrow them down, isn't it? Like, I was the same. There were so many lessons this year that I, I've um, put together a podcast and I haven't recorded it yet because it's going to go out the last day, the last um, week of the year. And I was I was going through trying to figure out, like, what am I going to talk about? I was like, oh, my God, is this lesson this lesson? Like, so many <laughs> sometimes what might be a bit of a small crazy stressful time sometimes might not be so um so might not feel like you're doing much but when you really look back there's literally this amazing journey and I think even if we can try to do this each year like you've got to see the journey as it goes on it's a really important at the end of this year every especially 2020 yeah for sure powerful tool for sure so would you share with us what your biggest lesson from 2020 has been yeah look I think one of my biggest lessons is it's okay to not have it all figured out I I'm Virgo I like to plan and have my list yeah (laughs) any any Virgos who are watching this as a replay or watching it live I know you're gonna understand this and we like to have it all planned and figured out but sometimes we don't like sometimes it's actually okay to not have figured out. This mm. was really apparent for me come December because after I just finished a big Christmas gift guide with some beautiful members that come before then, I did a meditation and I needed space. That's literally what I stepped away. It's like create space. And I'm like, what am I going to do if I've got all this space? And December has just been an amazing year for creating 
content, for creating new products, got um, new courses in mind. And it's okay, I would never have planned that into my schedule because I need to plan space into my schedule. But it's okay. It's, it's all not having to speak it out is completely okay as well. I love that. And just even allowing the space for the magic to come in because if you've planned everything right to the T, like this has been my Virgo lesson for my last decade, is that if you... <laughs> that you actually miss out on some of the magic that could have happened because of the space that you did have. Yes, it's so true. And when they say about people like really getting into flow and connecting, that it happens really easy. It feels, especially as any entrepreneur, sometimes it can feel like there's a lot of push or it's a lot of you've got to make it happen. And definitely when there's deadlines, you have to kind of do that a little bit more pushing if you've got a time limit and it's really close to it. But a lot of the times if you can just be in that flow, this is where you this is why you pre-started your business in the first time. First exactly. biggest learning literally this month. <laughs> Always, you know, throw in a little bit of a lesson right at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what the funny thing was lovely but I was talking with my members they found the same thing too is when COVID allowed space that you're not necessarily doing everything that you need to do and in that space new designs we created new services new products all these things that we kind of put on that to-do list but never get to do so yeah it's beautiful as business owners we need to do it yeah and make it like let that be like you're just actually marking out space and just let it be space don't let it make it be anything just yet like, no. let it, <laughs> that's the hardest thing it's like space i'll fill it with stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah now i'm gonna put stuff back in there yeah i know it's crazy this is virgos oh my god we shouldn't do this we have a problem um <laughs>
but I was so scared to bring people on. Like I was fine to outsource things like marketing and bookkeeping and things like that, but I was so scared to bring someone on to help me in the customer facing role. And it's been a game changer. It's been such a big lesson that I can't do it alone. And when you do bring people on board that totally get your vision and get why you do what you do, it's an absolute game changer. Love it. And you're so right. We can't do it on our own. Like, that's half the reason why I joined the founders team, to have that extra support. But I think, like, we all go through those stages and realise that we can't do it all on ourselves. But I understand the challenge of it because it's your baby, right? So it's like your reputation and the client-facing element is what you're so great at as well. So I can totally see how that would have been a huge challenge for you. Yes. It was quite scary. But now I look back, I wish I did it sooner. Fun fight is a wonderful thing. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm a leadership coach. I'm also a master coach uh, and mentor. I help business owners pretty much get to their next level of success and wealth. Um, just the short kind of version of what I do, but we do so much more than the science yeah. parts, as you know. Um, sure. Yes, so success isn't quite what people expect it to be or is. A lot of that is the inner work and that's really what happens when we create shifts within us, then our reality outside of us changes. And this year, it's safe to say, I think has been one where many of us have really gotten those inner foundations uh, and the healing on an internal level for what is coming into their rising for next year. I think this has been one of the biggest years of inner transformation this planet has probably ever seen in in history. So yeah, it's beautiful to see. And I think, you're so right, and I think it's because there was nowhere to hide this year, right? Like it was all brought up to the surface with everything that happened with like Black Lives Matter, with COVID, with the bushfires, like every single part of it was like, all the fear was coming up, all the uncertainty, everything was being shed to the surface where it was kind of like, you got to deal with this now. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like, what else are you doing? Like, this is your life. Like, we got to mm-hmm. determine what's important. So it was a full-on, full-on year. So yeah, can you share with us what's one, been one of your biggest lessons this year? One? <laughs> Just one. <laughs> you I can find one. I know. It has been huge, right? So, uh, oh, my God. It's been really huge. I... For me, alignment has been the biggest thing in what helped me elevate to my success and uh, really skyrocket me into all of the wings that I've had, like uh, being a published author, being featured in eight-page spread, like, you know, I can keep going. Um, But it was because I was in full alignment and because I aligned with my values and I lived in alignment with that, that everything kind of transpired. So all of what happened for me was because of my own internal foundation so everything that we've been through kind of was practice for this year this year it was our opportunity to uh, put that into practice so the resiliency that all of it that came into place so for me personally it clicked um and i also because it was it was my coming into sovereignty And when I talk sovereignty, and this is what we all really crave in business, sovereign, we want to be sovereign with our money, we want to be sovereign in our business, and that took me to stop being in a codependent relationship with my business. So I stopped calling my business 
my baby. Yeah. Uh, and I went from being businesswoman to a woman with a business. And there's a difference because businesswoman, our identity is all over that. It's completely attached to the business. It's uh, completely attached to what we do, how much we've achieved. And we've left the corporate ladder, Christine. Like I know, I left the corporate ladder not to only be in the same corporate structure of my own self-created ladder that we all find ourselves doing in our business. And so it's like, why do we even have a business? Isn't it so that we can feel liberated? Isn't it so that we can live the life that we want? Isn't it so that we can really um, radiate our wholeness and help others do the same? Isn't that what it's about? Isn't mm. isn't right? So it took me to really remove my identity off that and when I became, this is me, this is my business, with or without my business, I am me, I am whole, I am complete, I am magnificent in my radiance, and I'm a fully embodied woman, regardless of that. And mm. this is the channel, This, like, I'm the channel, this is what gets to flow and get expressed through the channel and me being that. And the moment that I removed my identity of that, and I became that vessel, so to speak, everything skyrocketed. If my my business became a life-giving um, exchange, does that make sense? Versus yeah. me needing to get validation, needing likes, needing engagement, needing my clients, you know, all of this. That was the codependency that was in my business before. And it stopped. And the moment it stopped, everything shifted. So but one of the biggest things for me yeah <laughs> i love that i love that and i think like every step of the way there's been like you said little lessons little challenges little um reasons to uplift and reasons to choose for yourself like what your alignment is going to be and we were called in so many different directions right like we could be utilizing what happened in covid to then you know be another reason why to prove yourself to continue to thrive like to prove yourself to be able to you know have a business that succeeds and stays open throughout COVID like it's all all the things that were brought up throughout that they were already there right it wasn't yeah. this thing that happened this year that created these new things they were already there that we needed to work on internally to be able to shift them to yeah. then be able to be that that person where you can be separate to your business I love the way that you just described that because we were, when I was talking to Leanne yesterday she was talking about how like there's this um, new thing at the moment where people keep talking about how they're booked out for months in advance, right? And it's like another reason why we're trying to prove or get that approval that what we're doing is great and we've got that demand, right? Like mm, it's all mm. that identity attached to our mm. businesses. So true. Yeah, like self-created ladder that we're doing. Like what? when will enough be enough? Like this whole measure of success that we're, we're what is that? What is that for? And so that's one of the biggest keys as well, like knowing our own integrated version of success, like whose version of success are we even working toward? Like, you know, and yeah. really knowing what ours is and not some kind of someone else, you know? So, mm -hmm. and it's funny that you said, because it, it flushed everything to the surface for everybody. And you know what? We asked for this. We wanted massive change. We did. We asked for this. We wanted massive change. We wanted... To heal the planet we wanted all of the things that we wanted well it's got to come up it's got to come out this is this is healing on the most global massive level that it has ever been right and it takes us like it 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 takes us to be that change in order for for that ripple to come out yeah um yeah go on sorry <laughs> you, 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 you had something to add <laughs> yeah just just around the 
the all of the like the bushfire, the COVID, the Black Lives Matter, and then just recently now in the last few days, they were saying from the twenty first onward, Facebook and uh, Instagram algorithms are going to change, and the government's going to know everything about you. I don't know if you've heard about this, all of this. Like we don't even have control of, over what we're posting. Everybody's going to see everything. All of this stuff, right? It's the same thing. It's the same pattern, different form. And people go into reaction. And my thing is, the biggest thing I've seen and the biggest thing my intuition was saying this entire year, hold steady, be the eye in the storm. We don't need to react to this, that or the other. Oh, like constantly being pulled outside of ourselves. It's hold steady. So when, when the bushfires hit, my client, she was in the middle of a massive launch and she goes, what the f- do I do now? I don't want people to think that I'm disregarding or that I have no care if I keep going with the launch because there's real suffering happening. What do I do? My words, hold steady. You keep going anyway. People need you now more than ever. It's not for you to shrink or dumb down or play small. This is where we're being called into greater leadership in our lives. This is where we're being called to step up and be that center point of safety, be that anchor for people who are looking, right? And so she did, and it was a successful launch. So the same thing with, honestly, I I came back from, I was in Spain at the time, it was crazy. I was probably the only person on the plane, Christine, on the way back. I was like, what is going on? It's no idea. This is when the toilet paper were flying off the shelf, like what's happening in Australia. And you're seeing all of those memes with toilet paper wrapped around everybody. I was like, I don't know what is happening back home, but okay. And I hit the ground and I came back and that was like literally two days before I had to launch my Rise and Thrive. And I'm like, what do I do now? And I had set, everything was ready to go. What do I do? Do I pivot? Everybody's pivoting, everybody's crazy, everybody's panicking. What do I do? Intuition. Do it anyway. Keep moving forward. Act, act, act. Take fast action, but trust in the receivership. So there was a balance of me acting, but also in ease. So it wasn't Mm. mush pushing or hustling. It was like, I'm just acting on what I've been called to do. And I'm trusting that everything that I'm taking in my steps is coming to me. And it all did. It was all clicking. And, And right, like, seriously, when everybody was panicking, when everybody's businesses were going under, and I'm, and I want to just preface this by saying with all absolute respect, because many people went under and I know that and especially brick and mortars were you know all of that but for me I absolutely thrived and I did because of deep deep trust Mm -hmm. in my intuition to act to take fast action and trust that it was all coming and it did Mm -hmm. and to stay above the fray right exactly above all the fear and and be that lighthouse yeah well that's the same thing with rise up like we had so many questions like do we even run it like what's going to happen if we then run it and then you know we have to shut it down because we can't do it because of COVID like restrictions on numbers but there was so much you know uncertainty about whether we were going to do that and we were both the same we were just like people need this right now if we don't do it now then when like people are asking us like when is this happening and we were just like let's put it out there and see what happens and the response was so positive that it was like okay yeah. this is needed so yeah. I love that I love that you've shared that that's really awesome 
I hope you've enjoyed the first installment of the Reflect and Reset series that I'm sharing over the next six episodes. If you loved it, please make sure that you screenshot it, share it on Instagram and tag me in it so that I can celebrate you. And make sure that you remember to download your free guide of the 11 ways to attract dream clients and make more money. The link is in the show notes and I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Next Level Life podcast. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, and here's to taking your life to the next level.